Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! We're back. Three days with a view. This Tuesday edition. The sun is shining. It's not bitter cold out there, but the wind's blowing. So we'll have we'll have a beautiful day. But you'll need to have something on to break that wind. My name is Don Kennedy. I'm dude number three. <coughs> dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody out there. Yeah, a bright sunny day makes everybody smile. There we go. All right. It's Ron Hart Day. Ron Hart is native son, favorite son of Columbia, 1977 graduate of Columbia Central High School. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. Good morning. And we've also got regular special guest, uh, Jerry Bridenbell with us, who is uh, chair of the Murray County Republican Party and also a member of the Murray County Commission. Uh, <clears throat> welcome to all. Ron, I've got your column. and You were talking about it last week. You still haven't written it yet. And we're trying to uh, put together in your mind how you might do it. And it's a great column, and I've got it here in front of me. And it's called Ron Hart, America is Failing Young Men. And the one I've got here is uh, is published in the Orange County Register. And Ron's column is published in a number of platforms around the, across the country and around the world, including California, where they're in Orange County where they're reading Ron Hart. But as 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 uh we predicted last week, Ron, I know you typically like to find the humor in something. Uh there's not a lot of humor in this one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one. There's a lot of facts in there. Sometimes they say don't put numbers, stats in a column because it um, you know, it does a uh, people get lost in it, they don't pay attention to what's going on. Um but you know this one had you know it's hard to make it funny. You know there's a couple lines in there that are okay, but um, you know for the most part not uh, you know not not real funny this week. I have to make up for it this week. I'm trying to try to do something next week that'll be funny. Okay, it says you say our boys are well. That's okay. I mean, our boys are growing up not to become strong men, and this negative has negative negative implications for our country. I call it the wussification of America, writes Ron. Uh, and you, you go through several different places where you see this going on. First of all, the military. Uh, you heard a high-ranking Marine officer speak to a group uh, in which you were included recently. Test scores are down 19% for those seeking to join. Uh, only 70% of, ma- 70% of males are now overweight. And I... And only half of the men can now pass the physical exam to get in the Marines. That's down from 70% 20 years ago. Uh, you know, I, you say, I guess. Yeah, I guess it, yeah, I guess that's okay unless, you know, as long as we don't plan to invade a country that has hills, you know, we can be fat, overweight. And I, he also went in to say that, you know, after 9 11, had tons of recruits. People were kind of, there was a certain amount of patriotism. After 9 11, they had a lot of recruits. It's just really gone down. Test scores, like I said, are down 19%. These are standardized test scores given by the Marines. So the Marines have, you know, 100 plus year history of testing 
uh, uh, mostly men, I guess, women too, but men. And the numbers aren't good. You can blame it on COVID. You can blame it on the educational system. You can blame it on whatever you want to blame it on. Uh, but he, he's he's very put out by it all. Yeah, Ron, I mean, you picked the wrong branch, though. You know, Marines just want a body with a gun. They don't need high test scores. Well, <laughs> Navy and Air Force tend to be more technical. Yeah. Well, my yeah. dad, I know because I was a operations specialist. You know, you had to score well to get into operations specialist, just not a body. Well, I had a father and two I, uncles in the Navy, so I will I will proudly uphold the Navy. But, Ron, I've got a question for you, um, and, and I don't know this gentleman that you listened to uh, may have mentioned it or not, but I know, you know, it used to be that in our high schools and our colleges, our military branches were allowed or welcomed on campus to recruit individuals and and to talk to all of the kids not you know not just the ones uh, as jim says with a body and a gun but uh at all levels and i just wonder if he mentioned or do you know um i i know that's been reduced lately but i don't i don't know by how much yeah we got i don't know either in columbia though jerry you junior high school we do yes in columbia junior, but that's junior that's rotc in, in the high schools right yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Back in the day, the left wing didn't want to come on campus with these Ivy League campuses because they hated war and all this stuff. Now, the left wing, the Democrats, the war party, and the Republicans, not so much. So uh, maybe Ron, that's lightened up a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly my thoughts, Ron. What's going on now that the left has become the warmongers? You know, uh, back, yeah. when, back when the uh, ROTC was kicked off the campus at Yale and some other elite universities, uh, they the – the left wingers were the the people putting flowers in the barrels of guns and wanted to wanted to they were anti-war, but now they're the warmongers. So, nah, they're not the warmongers. It's going to come they're, to they're well, supporting a democracy. Democracy, you know, yeah, right. you know what? Uh, y'all say that uh, Trump is democracy is at risk, right? That's what y'all's tagline is now. Y'all, yeah. Have you say, ever yeah. listened? Have you listened to that? Is he the one Bad who suppresses? Man. Is Trump the one suppressing free speech and, and Twitter and, and and Facebook all those places? Is he doing that? Is he going after his political enemies with lawfare? Well, is that's that, what he says yeah. he's going to do. That's what who's, he says. Yeah, who says he's going to do? He do that? Get, <laughs> if he gets back in office, he said he's going to lock people up. He's going to have immigration camps, Just like you guys are doing right now. Immigration no, we don't have camps. immigration camps. Immigrants. He's going to haul camp. all the Muslims and pack them in, in Texas somewhere. Might put them over there where you live at, Ron. That'd be nice. I need some Muslims. There's not enough cab drivers. Hey, um, so what you probably need to do is then uh, just just put everybody in jail. Y'all need to put everybody in jail. Anybody that, that, that pushes back against the Democrat, you know, the, the liberal elites in D.C., the permanent state there. You guys are protecting your permanent state, and you don't care how you do it. You realize the military That's- is probably the next step. Yeah, you're That's never been an objective of the Democratic Party. The objective of your cult leader is to lock people up and to has he, has he ever done to that? Call, to Mr. close, Mr. Uh, has he ever to close done that? TV stations that he don't like. January, to close radio stations he don't like. Mr. how many people did you lock up on January 6th for trust? How many people broke the law, Ron? The ones that they caught. The ones that they caught. They indicted them, and they. I mean, Muslims due- broke the law when they when the Palestinian came in. They broke in the chambers not long ago and did that. They they, they go to jail like the January sixth. They put billboards up across the south. 
by the FBI to tell turn these people in? It's ridiculous what it's happened ridiculous there. Ridiculous that you all have this anti democracy thought, you know? Anti democracy. So yeah. Al Gore goes down to Florida. Al Gore is a has been man. Let's talk about what's well, happening. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. Talk about let's avoid past. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's avoid it. I mean, I mean the past matter. The past is about the future. The future right now Hillary is that Clinton, we got a dictator trying Boxer, to take over. They all, they all contested the 2016 election, in ver- both verbally and, and protesting it. No problem with that. Hey, bo- right. both elections let's, in the 21st century, but bo- both elections that Democrats have lost since 2000, they have said that they have been rigged or they have been cheated out of them. That's, that's just a fact. But we did that not is a fact it. in 2000 and in 2016. We did not start insurrection, and by the or way, insur- give, oh, me come on. Come on. give me a break. Oh. They're gonna, give me they're a break. Gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna swear in Moose Man as Speaker of the House. Yeah, right. Give me a break. <laughs> on the down ballot, hollered fraud. Only the man that was running for president hollered fraud. None of the people that got elected they, on they the down ballot did yeah. anything, had any kind of demonstration about any kind of fraud. None of them. We still have free speech, don't we, Mr. York? Yeah, you got free speech, but. Well, thank you. We appreciate that from you. You got free speech? But but if it's threatening, if you're firing in a, in a theater, you can't do that. There are some no limitations to free speech. Is it what exactly. firing the theater is it? Trump admonished You know that Trump there's limitations on free have you ever speech, right? He says no, no they're demonstrate not. peacefully. It's not no, what, peacefully. You never play, never saw them. If you watch MSNBC, you never see Capitol these things that are peacefully. realistic. Two things. Because in January 6th, y'all go, y'all go, uh, I'm saying you're going to go uh, peacefully demonstrate. Go peacefully demonstrate. If you want, you know, he says peacefully. You didn't call him to go tear the place down. Two things well, are that's perfectly what they clear. Did. That's what your in- insurrectionists did. They put feces on the wall. They Injured police officers. They broke windows. They just tried police to destroy the shot the, one of them, the unarmed woman. The police officer shot and killed an unarmed woman. She that's had only... no business being there. Okay, so you oh, got, that's you justification shot. for killing somebody. Yeah, you can't. Have, you should have done it with the Black Lives Matters protesters. You, you can't be on this part of the Natchez Trace Park, it, so I'm going to shoot you dead. What is that, Cal Rittenhouse? Black, Black Lives Matter was not storming a national monument. Only federal buildings all across the country occupied in police stations. Miss York, the Natchez Trace is a national park. If somebody's in an unprohibited area out there, can you shoot them dead? If they violate the law? Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Misdemeanor trespassing. Now, you know, that's that's an idiotic example that you just gave. No, it's not. I'm talking about the national building where they're conducting legislative The people's house. To go in and break in and destroy it and, and stop the activities there. Both the Capitol and the, the Natchez Trace are national parks, and uh, they belong to the people of the United States. You know, I'm not talking about no Natchez Trace. I'm talking about there, the Capitol. They went there the people's house. It's a distinction without a difference. And the the charges are are generic charges of trespassing on you know whatever. Well, bring that bring that home. Okay, Jerry. I, I remember watching on uh, one of the Nashville news stations the demonstration that summer on the green in front of the historic Davidson County Courthouse, and I remember seeing people climb up a light pole and 
bend it over and take it to the ground. I saw a gentleman throw a firebomb through a window trying to burn down the courthouse. And from what I understand, even though there's video evidence of who these people are, nobody was arrested, nobody was prosecuted for those vandalism acts. Same thing with the None. statues around the country. Jerry, statues you got bad information. I watched it on TV, Jim. I don't care what you watch. You got to look at the law and see who got arrested for those acts. In every demonstration nobody. where people broke nobody. the law, people got arrested. No, they didn't. Nobody. Nobody did. That's what they you say. You statues. don't have. The, you don't have. They take the down these statues, which are on public property by definition. They take down these statues. No one has private property statues. They take down these statues of these Confederate generals or whatever, Columbus, whoever they don't like at the moment, who they're told by the professors not to like. They they put paint on. They they tear them down. No problem. It's not a problem. Well, Clearly, what we need to do is put a statue of Martin Luther King in every square in, in America. How would you like that? Well, they seem like right now it is. There's an MLK in every every city in the country avenue drive. Well, well, at least he's a patriot. He wasn't trying. He wasn't trying to destroy America. He was trying to protect and ask America to live up to its creed. That's what he was trying to do. And now yeah, many of you have realized down, no, who, that many MLK of you have realized there, that yes, we weren't living up to the creed and tried to okay. make some adjustments. Yeah, he was terrific. Hey, but who's tearing down the MLK statues? There, there's some terrorist folks that try to tear down <laughs> statues. I mean, no, that hasn't been the trend. We had, we had the revisionist uh, history people that want to tear down these any statues. Confederates, any any ta- any Confederate statue in the middle of a square that taxpayers have to maintain should not be there. It should be in a museum. And by the way, they're all Democrats. And we do not I have one in Columbia, Mr. York. We don't have one in Columbia. We have a <laughs> good, the only good. the only monument we have to in Columbia is one to a cart horse driver. Pop Jeers. Well, well, you, you got, got anything Polk, against cart horse got, drivers? You got the Polk statue over there in, in uh, you know, in front of the Polk building. And what's the matter uh, with that? Polk, so you think you should tear him down? No, I'm not saying you should tear it down, but it's not Implicitly. in the middle of it's not in the middle of the city representing what people think when when you don't represent all the people. Well, go complain in a town where there is, you know, something to complain about. So you think uh, you, you think Polk should be taken down? No, I'm President not saying Pope it is. should be taken down. It's not in the public square. It's just on the side. All right, President. Take, President, take President Pope was Bill Clinton's secret service. air conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep american standard heating and air conditioning built to a higher standard call davis heating and cooling at 931-388-2090 davis heating and cooling is your local american standard dealer and proudly serves the murray county area find davis heating and cooling online and on facebook or call today 388-2090 Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Callmepainfree.com or 615-551-9224. 
Lawrence Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorsales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional grade. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit TaylorFamilyFarmTN.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people, and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. Have you been injured in a car accident? Are you still in pain? Untreated whiplash injuries to the spine may lead to future conditions, such as neck pain, low back pain, and headaches. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating these conditions before they get worse. Our accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Buicks of today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America, and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick LaCrosse, Cascada, and Regal. Parks has SUVs, the Encore, Enclave, and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or Parks Motor Sales Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder, and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com, and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. 
Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Over 10 years ago, the Garbage Man Incorporated teamed up with former County Commissioner Mr. Glenn Hassey and Keep Murray County Beautiful to provide garbage service for the eight boat ramps. The county brought in signs and posts, and we provided the carts and weekly service. The Garbage Man Incorporated is proud to be a part of furnishing a much-needed service to the boaters of Murray County. We live in Murray County, too, and are proud to be good corporate citizens. We encourage you to use and enjoy this convenience and keep the Duck River beautiful. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning, man. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And dude number one, Mr. Jim Yolen. Good morning. Good morning, Del. When you get through with uh, Ron's column, I got a question for Jerry. Okay. All right. Well, let's let, let's 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 travel on then. Uh, Ron Hart's with us. Native son, favorite son of Columbia, 1977 graduate of Columbia Central High School. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. And Jerry Bridenbaugh is with us, who's chair of the Murray County Republican Party and uh, also a member of the Murray County Commission. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Delk. How's everybody doing this morning? We think we're all right. All right. Well, so, Ms. York, you want to go through Ron's column pretty quick, and then you got a question for Jerry? Yeah. Yeah, let me let me say something about uh, Ron's take on the column. I haven't read it completely, but just listening at his take, uh, the – the stature of men has changed in America because of the nature of their upbringing. Back in the day, most guys that went, came to the military worked on a farm. Uh, they had hard labor. They did different things. There are so many more careers and avenues now that they aren't any weaker. I think they are strong because we have a good American uh, army and, 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 and military but I think it's just different how we look at it. You might look at them as being so. Now, in terms of education, education in America is hurting. It's hurting. And and it needs improvement across the board in every state. Every state can look at their defe- uh, deficiencies and say, hey, let's do something better. But I think America's still strong for the military men that they do accept, even though they reduce some of the I- issues like being arrested or having a record or smoking marijuana, they reduce some of those criteria. But I think it's still a strong, strong military. Uh, I'm not so sure about that at all. I don't know. Well, I would, I would agree with that in, in What's up, part. Jerry? 
Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that that Jim does make a good point that that and I, you know, when you get when you get to be our age, everything starts with I remember when. Right. And, um, yeah. I know. I, I remember uh, as you know, as a teenage boy, um, I had work to do around the house. Uh, I think we mowed the entire neighborhood. Uh, went down and mowed the churchyard, and and I had other responsibilities, and I was taught to do that. And I'll never forget once I I graduated high school, and I, I liked Ron's comment about that at eighteen out of the house and right when you get to work. I thought that was a, a, a good observation. But I remember um, I, I worked at the paper mill during the summer uh, when I was in college. And one day, just I showed up late for work. Well, Dad happened to be working the same shift. And he came down, and I mean, he literally read me the riot act right then and there and told me, you know, you do not come in late for work. You have a responsibility to your person that you are relieving and the person that's relieving you, and just let me have it. And I never forgot that. That was a lesson that I took to heart, and to this day, even though I do, I am late sometimes. And I think that's what's missing is that regardless of whether you live in the city or in the country. Uh, I think Ron's point later on in the column where he talks about single-parent families, dads are are abandoning their children, and you can't say it in, in any nice way. Fathers are not teaching their sons to be men. They're teaching them to you know, to be other things and and you can't do that you've got to teach your boys to grow up to be young men that respect their wives and respect women and to to support their families and that is a basic rule of life that's just not being taught to our young yeah, I guess men right Mr. now York's point, I guess you're saying the military has become more technical drones etc but when test scores are down 19 percent that doesn't bode well for their drone ability and other things so they're both physical and mental, they're they're down. It's it's just the boy. I mean, suicide rates among boys is like seventy seven percent, and prisons are ninety percent men. Uh, it's not a good number. I mean, and uh, the college simply says we, we talk about how women you know are the victims and men men are the oppressors. That's just the narrative of the media and the world. But if you look at the stats, it's not going the right direction for men. And every strong society, I think, needs strong men and. You know, less men are marrying. They're waiting longer to marry. Uh, more kids are living with their parents. I and mean, the young men are living with their parents than are married right now. There's some pretty alarming stats out there. Suicide rates, et cetera, are very high. Certainly with white male men. This is not a good good landscape. We need to be aware of it. Well, and the other thing you point out, Ron, you talk about you talked about suicide and drugs among young men and, and how – what a problem that is. But you also talk about parents uh, that uh, I think you, you say, you know, the, the one parent policy has done more damage to the United States than the one child policy to, to China. Uh, yeah, even the premier, the president of China has made a statement that the boys need to get off these video games and become men. It's, it's something happening over there, I think. And, I, and again, and boys don't know their place sometimes in this world. To be masculine, to be uh, rough and tumble. There's a lot of pushback now for the you know that type of person and, and just who we are sometimes. Women, there's more women in med school and law school right now than men. Mm-hmm. Academically, more getting you know college degrees, which is you know generically good. Because you know, but men need to step up too. That and I think there's a point at which uh, you know there's certainly roles in society for both men and women, and I think that's been kind of kind of knocked off kilter. And I think we just need to take an evaluation of how we're doing this right now and whether it's good for America. But, Ron, the problem is women have always outpaced men. 
in academics and uh, and now no. they have and, and now they have more opportunity that's why we see it we didn't see it back in my day because women were confined to certain uh careers they weren't uh there wasn't a liberal attitude to let them be participatory in all areas and and we see more females in key jobs now because of the change in guidelines of equality. Mr. York, I think you're on to something there. I agree. Yeah. You're probably right about that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, my daughter's very successful. I mean, she's the first chief medical officer of Erlanger Hospital, you know, doctor and Vanderbilt, UT, and then Columbia. She's smart. And my other daughter runs my business. I'm all for strong women. I'm just worried about what's happening to the boys during this, right? Well, the boys got to do like back in my day. They got to catch up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But if they're going to do that, they got to have a dad that teaches them. They've got to have a father that teaches them how to be well, a man. Well, a woman can teach them, too. I'm, no, you know, I disagree you with got that. To have, you got to have values that in the family that supports progress and learning. You can't have values that don't support learning. And, and being achievers, that can happen to anybody. Well, that's girls a, that's a good general early. statement. Girls do mature earlier than boys, I think. No doubt about that. I think we, we kind of knuckleheads until we're about 25. ADD, hyper ADD, all this other stuff, medications. I don't know, you know what's happening there, but boys tend to have more of that than, than girls. So they do, they're do. they more fastidious, more obliging, more uh, compliant than boys, certainly at a certain age. So there may be a little bit of that. That's always been the case in, in the history of mankind. It's always been that, that situation. But there's an epidemic of young females uh, committing suicide due to different pressures, stresses, and outcasts and stuff of that nature right now. So uh, suicide is 77% men. Yeah. Well, women women have a high incidence, too, Ron. I don't know what the number is. High. They have a high yeah. incidence. When you say high, when men are 77%, I don't think they can be high. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's social media. There may be a part of it, too, 20, the suicide piece, you know, the depression. Women, yeah. you know, everybody seems like their life's great, except for yours, and social media probably hasn't helped uh, that. A little bullying, bullying on social media, I think, makes people sad. Madison Avenue, you know, these commercials around Christmas where, you know, husband's buying his wife a Lexus. Put some, what the hell? I mean, you get you get somebody, a, you know, get somebody a sweater, and on TV they're buying his wife a Lexus. You know, the season to remember. Madison Avenue doesn't help either. You yeah. give somebody a sweater, they return it the next day. <laughs> well, Alexis, Jerry, I, I agree with you that uh, boys need a a, a male uh, role model, whether that's a father, or uncle, granddad. Whatever they they need a man to show them how to be a man. Um, on the other hand, I, I, Mr. York, I have seen uh, instances where very strong females have produced good men on mm-hmm. their own. Um, but I think the general rule is, I agree with Jerry. Boys need a male mentor of some type: a father, football coach, uncle, granddad, whatever. Yeah, think about this, Mr. York. You probably will agree with this. I've I read a lot of biographies, and, and African-Americans, black men that have done well, or even women too, but there's three things in their background that are consistent. They either had military background, like Snoop Dogg's dad was in Vietnam, Tiger's dad was a, was a, in Vietnam, military back. Shaquille O'Neal's dad, who I respect, all three of those people, uh, was a military guy. Uh, Clarence Thomas came out of the basically the clergy, the church, or the structure of the church, et cetera. 
Condoleezza Rice came out of the church. Her dad was a preacher. You look at Dr. King, his dad was a preacher. You came out of the military. I've looked at successful African-Americans. It seems like always in their background, there's a, some structure, um, you know, that, 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 you know, that, that gave them purpose, you know, that maybe it's not there as much today as it should be. Uh, yeah, but Ron, you're talking about people that have been obvious and on the scene. There are millions of black men that didn't have the structure and organization that those people you that's named. That's what I'm saying. Had. I said we need and, to get and more. And they of that. had somebody in their family that helped them and and moved them along to be successful. It's not people who are well known. It's everyday black Americans, males. Yeah, but let's, let's who see who found their way to do the what top. The ones that found their way to the top have the same background, right? Well, so we need then, to get more of that background in either military, religion, or maybe you know, obviously sports is a great, uh, great uh, discipline. You know, structure for for kids. Those are the three but, areas. That, but being at the top doesn't necessarily mean they got to be a sports icon or got to be a Supreme Court justice. They can be an everyday working person. Agree. True enough. If you look in the background, a lot of these people, including yourself, there's military. Yeah, but that was back in my time. I'm talking about now. You, you're talking about now also well, what's that, happening to young men. Yeah, but Mr. there are millions of young men that are successful. I know millions I know. of black are, men that are doing well. There's a common thread in there. Well, the they are. Mr. York, weren't you talking yesterday about your grandfather and what a positive influence he was on you? Yeah, he was a positive influence on me. But but there are millions of black men other than me and, and people who are stars and sports icons that are working within this American system every day, raising their family, doing well. I don't think we've got any disagreement that, right? on that. But we're, yeah. we're looking for common threads that, that got them there, right? Well, there are so many, you know. Some some come from single families. Some come from their grandmother raising them or their grandfather. Some come from real hardcore issues where the parent a family wasn't really doing very much for them. So it's a whole, it's it's a monolithic type of thing. It's not just one or two things that help those people survive. And I don't know, I can't cite the statistics, but, but going Go back ahead, to Jerry. the point yeah. that Ron was making uh, that I agree with is that, that in all of those instances, regardless of the background, there was someone who was a positive influence on that young person's life somewhere and the less positive influence you have from an adult the higher the risk of coming out of that situation unsuccessful there are exceptions absolutely there are people that have raised themselves up and came out of that but if you want to make the odds greatly in favor of your child you've got to be that influencer to them but jerry there's no one way to do it i've seen people who are very very effective in raising their kids and somehow the kid winds up on drugs. I know a gentleman here in town. He he worked hard. He was a very upright gentleman. He wasn't a minority. And his son was in trouble all the time with don't, drugs. Don't disagree with that. I know families the same way. Uh, it's not a guarantee 100%, but I, I still hold fast to the statement that the odds get better the more influence you have as a young person from a positive adult. And Mr. Stewart, you and I have had this conversation several times, but I think if you constantly batter African-American kids that they don't have a chance, the world's racist, there's no way you're going to make it, everybody's out to get you, there's racism everywhere, you don't stand a chance, I think if you 
to infuse that attitude in them, I think that, that they're, they're less successful. It's not, it's, not that, it's not that you infuse the attitude, Ron. At some point, they will see what what happens in their life. You they tell will them experience. it's always happening. They'll look for and it. All you tell them is to look for it. Yes, look for it. You better look, look for, for it. it. Where is it now? I'm just curious. Where is it now? All right, let's take a break. Come back. We'll talk about it. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. Hi, it's Terry from Tillish Jewelry, your festive gift destination this Christmas. Unwrap the magic with our natural diamond earrings starting at an incredible $99. Yes, you heard it right, $99. Picture the joy of discovering these stunning gems in your stocking. But there's more. Explore our brand new diamond pendants and dazzling stack rings at fantastic prices. Make this season unforgettable with Tillis Jewelry. Come see us on the Columbia Square, where the gift is wrapped with elegance. Tillis Jewelry, making your Christmas sparkle brighter. Happy Holidays. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. 
Debbie Matthews, realtor, and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard, and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Three dudes with a view, Tuesday edition. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And regular guest on Tuesday, native son, favorite son, graduate of, uh, of Columbia, graduate of Columbia Central High School, 1977, Ron Hart. How you doing, man? Good morning. And uh, we're also delighted to have with us as a regular guest, Jerry Bridenbaugh, who's a member of the Murray County Commission, also chair of the Murray County Republican Party. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Murray County. Good morning. All right, folks. Now, this is just for all of you out there in this audience who uh, think you're getting gaslit, and that's the majority of this audience by far, two-thirds, 80% of you are conservatives uh, and Trump supporters out there. Uh, One thing is for sure, more evidence uh, well, let's, there, there are a couple of things that are for sure. The more, three things, at least. The, the borders are open. Any of you who've watched a few videos know that absolutely to be the case. They're wide open. They're so wide open, they're even being assisted by uh, Customs and Border Patrol and crossing the border and going on their merry way to wherever it is they want to go. Standing in line. The, Standing uh, in line. Yeah, right. Give me a break. Yeah, gee whiz. The other thing is uh, climate change is a hoax. I mean, it's just an absolute hoax. And they used to say they, they quit saying the science is settled anymore because every day another, you know, Pulitzer Prize winner or a professor at uh, Harvard or Stanford or MIT uh, or the founder of Greenpeace recently gets out there and says it's a hoax. And John Kerry, I hate to admit it, but uh, my daughter is in Dubai presently with all the rest of the hoaxers having their party about 
climate change and global warming, <laughs> along with John Kerry, let, who told us they won't. No, 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 no. You got not This is for my. Li- this is for. This is for my people, Mr. York. Well, and, I'm trying to educate your people. No, they, the well, they're not going to be. They're not going to be gaslit by you. The, the now, president of AIG, one of the largest insurance Mr. companies in the world, well, said that on. the major problem, the major problem for insuring property across where they do is climate change. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, he's, he's a Democrat, I'm sure. John Kerry um, said there was them reason to raise prices, Mr. York. They love to say that they can raise your insurance prices because it's all oh, global warming. Uh, Meanwhile, Obama buys oh. a house right beside the ocean sea level. Biden has two homes by sea level. Uh, they're yeah, all they're doing, in danger. And John Kerry like said there wouldn't be any. John Kerry really said ocean ice would be that? gone by 2014. It's a hoax. Al Gore said uh, Miami would be underwater by yeah, now. It's a hoax. <laughs> It's when a, a tornado hits Columbia, we'll see if it's a hoax. Tornado's been hit in Columbia. Tornadoes hit Columbia every year. Seems Since like. Columbia was founded, first. Mr. Oh, York. God. Every damn yeah, year. One tornado hits Columbia. That, that's proof of global warming. All right. That's we, never happened. Let's hit the other Democratic idiocy. Every day, if you're following, folks, every day, <coughs> excuse me, more evidence of massive voter fraud in the 2020 election shows up. <laughs> That's a dead soldier. That election, well, it's a dead soldier in the sense that Joe Biden was inaugurated and sworn in, and and that's over with. He's the president. But it's not a dead soldier in terms of figuring out what happened. And every day, people are digging through and finding more evidence of massive voter fraud. I don't know one Republican that won on the down ballot that filed the court a test to challenge an election. I don't know one. Do you? <coughs> Excuse me, Mr. York. I haven't watched for that, and I don't care. Well, you know, well, you know, if this is voter fraud, looks like somebody on the down ballot would say, "Hey, I'm protesting this election. I'm going to file a lawsuit." There's voter fraud. Not one Republican did that. This mail-in thing, COVID was used as a pretty <coughs> good excuse to do more mail-in ballots. Correct. They're hard to. Authenticate when they come in these, these mail-in ballots. I think this, we lost control of the system. I think you need to show up in person, let's look the people in the eye and vote. That's where you should do well, it. Well, if I mean, you're in the military, you got to have a mail-in ballot. If you're sick in a hospital, you got to have a mail-in ballot. And there are ways to verify that it's a credible ballot. Just a couple of weeks. Be- just a couple of weeks ago, I, there was a fellow. There was an article about a fellow in Michigan. And it's what what Democrats don't realize is it's pretty easy to do this kind of thing these days. Um, he compared the people who had voted in a certain precinct in Michigan, or maybe all the entire state of Michigan, against a database of obituaries. Turned out that over twenty seven thousand people in Michigan that's voted who were ridiculous. dead. That's ridiculous. Well, they that's had a bit. Why would they have obituaries that's if they're not, not dead? They, that's uh, not true. If, if it was that How do you much know it's fraud, not true? Michigan would have, somebody would have detected other than this right wing. Well, Gretchen Whitmore, are you kidding me? That's got, you Gretchen know, maybe, Whitmore? Maybe that's, why, maybe that's why they let them win the down, down ballot election so the locals don't do that. It'd be an interesting concept, right? So let's, let's 27,000 people let's, had yeah, let, published let obituaries who voted. And I, I and what was the margin of victory in Michigan? About 27,000 votes, wasn't it? It was. 
Yeah, and you're basically if you look at two thousand meals and, and the the construct oh, there is two thousand. All you got on a national election. Sure, you don't have to believe it, but we do, and the people in this audience do, and the people in this audience need to know that a you are you are not being ridiculed. You are not alone. There was massive voter fraud in 2020. The election was stolen. A lot of people in this audience know the BS when they hear it. You can speak to your people when you got a majority. You need to know that that election was stolen, and you're you should not feel ashamed <laughs> yeah, to have stolen. that view. Yeah. I'm and not to willing be to say confident. stolen, uh, Del, but I think the definitely just to ask the question, you shouldn't be shouted down and, and I, harassed. I'm not trying and, to shout. I'm just saying you won't. You won't and shut up, Mister George. Is a viable I mean, I, I'll give you to time ask. to say what time you want to I, say to your people. I, again, in 2000 and in 2016, they can claim voter fraud. They can claim Russian interference, and there's not a problem. But by George, if you say it about 2020, you're you're undemocratic you're un-american you, you know you, you you're you're an insurrection and, and i'm telling it's the a double standard audience, that people they are see american it. they are well, loyal well, americans the alabama and georgia Your- game clayton was a fraud georgia won the game you people i know who you are two-thirds of two-thirds of this county two-thirds of southern middle tennessee knows that that election was stolen and it is not it is a valid opinion to have and you should not have your opinion but the facts don't prove it the facts do prove it and they're coming in every day i I, I try not to fall in this trap of being around an echo chamber people like ourselves believe the election was stolen just because everybody we hang out with you know i I would like to see more evidence i think it's an open question to be allowed to go in there and check the spot check these ballots so if you got ten thousand ballots in 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 uh, detroit or 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 Cleveland, Ohio, on the, on the swing states, go ahead and spot check them. Send me were mailed in by, you know, Wino, uh, by some, you know, you know, some charity, Soros funded charity who, who went to a nursing home and grabbed a bunch of bi- ballots. That's, Ron, that's how, many counts, how many counts you want Georgia to make, Ron? They made three or four counts. I don't on, care if they everything. scan the same ballots through the same machine again. It doesn't Mr. matter. If you're a fraudulent ballot, they can count them again. They're still going to be found the same four outcome. dead people. They found four dead people in Miss York, Miss York, let me talk. Now, go ahead. Ju- just this week, there was another, an article about how they had uh, – actually examined the paper ballots in Georgia, and they found that thousands of ballots had this little mark apparently made accidentally when somebody just drug the pen across the ballot. Of course, these days you're able to digitize the ballots. They found that thousands of ballots had been scanned seven to eight times, thousands of them in Georgia, because they could tell by the the ones that had the little mark were scanned over and over and over. Now that's you know that's voter yeah, fraud and that's they, they massive. Be open voter to investigation on that. Maybe maybe during Trump's discovery. I don't know whether Del can tell us this during this Georgia farce of a trial uh, down there. Whether he can actually go in and say, "Look, here's the proof we see." You know, he should get discovery on those ballots. You think, unless they say, "Okay, this is it's sacred. You can't come in and." You know, ask people who they voted for. That's, that's the whole problem. You can't ask people who they voted for. So you can't go back and say John Smith in DeKalb County voted for Trump and it didn't get counted because you can't. You can't do that. You, well, you know, there's got to be some 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 validation of, of those votes counting. You at, know? At evidence of voter fraud and actual in court evidence that might overturn an election are two entirely different things. Uh, Here's another thing, too. If you're a postal worker, you're going to be a Democrat 95%, let's call it 95%. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. 
let's use stats. Use Mr. Every time you talk about statistics, you think of one person in America. Uh, let's say Asian people aren't very tall. Well, you know, Ying Ming, the NBA player, is tall. That's an outlier. You don't understand probabilities and statistics. You like to use I one little anecdotal story. It's a, you don't think that postal workers are close to 90% Democrats? I don't think so, no. Okay. Let's say Just like 75. the UAW is not 90% Democrat. UA, well, I didn't say that. I don't know where they are now. They've changed on a lot of different issues. But let's say that this thing is still 80%. And then some are very active Democrats. You think they pick up a mail-in ballot from a Republican neighborhood that couldn't just still throw it in the trash can? I think the postal workers do their job, and they're getting paid to do it exquisitely. Well, that's just a nothing statement. I, I think they basically could easily determine where the Republican votes are coming from, and those don't make it to the the thing. There's there, a lot of ways to do this, Mr. York. There's certain parts of the country where there's just absolutely no morality whatsoever on either side. Um, it only has to be done in three or four or five cities. That's the whole thing. It, yeah. Because the rest of the country, look, California's going to be Democrat. Don't do anything out there. You don't have to monkey with that at all. Up, up and up. You know, all you got to do is do Ohio. You got, you know, Wisconsin to some degree, perhaps. Uh, Atlanta now, or in, in Georgia now. Pennsylvania. Uh, the, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, the Philadelphia you, you, you for know, Pennsylvania, hey, which is a purple talk about, state. Talk oh, about yeah. evidence of voter fraud. Uh, I ran into a couple recently who had moved here from Philadelphia, and the reason they moved here is the wife went to vote, and they told her, no, you can't vote because you've already voted. And they 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 said, we're out of here. They moved to Tennessee. Uh, well, they should have filed a lawsuit if that was not the case. Mr. York, there, you can't file a lawsuit on that. That doesn't – I mean, first of all, you – what would what would the remedy be that that she gets to vote again? How does how how do they take that? Can they find her vote? Pull it out? And see can who they got voted find for? her vote? And and by the time the courts acted on that, the election's been over for years or months. You know, I mean, there's no remedy for that. Mm-hmm. Is Miss York? Answer me this: If the Murray County Election Commission assumed that it was corrupt and that they falsely certified a corrupt election. What would the remedy be? The remedy would be to throw that election out and start all Who would do it? The state or the the courts? You're shrugging your shoulders. I'm telling you, I'm I'm doing research on this right now, but if a corrupt election commission in the state of Tennessee, like, uh, certifies a corrupt election, I think that's the end of the story. No, that's not the end of the story. All right, we're out of here. people contest it. Contested where and how. The Genevieve Democrats and Republicans don't dealt on all these committees. I don't know what look through they get, you know, where there's, you know, ballots pulled out from underneath a you know, desk at night. You know the local workers in like Fulton County, you know where, where they vote. You know, oh, yeah. Clear. Let, let me say this right quick, Dale. Tennessee has integrity in elections. Okay, Tennessee. Bottom line. That's why the Tennessee.